You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome back to Colt Gennaro Chat on this Saturday afternoon where I am, Saturday night where Robbie Dunn is. Uh, Robbie, are, are they going mad outside your apartment? Is that Are those all the Mallorca fans that have left the Vicente Calderon or the, uh, the Wanda Metropolitano? I don't know. I'm actually in my partner's mom's house in her mother's house, so, so it's a new setting for me. And I don't know what's going on, but there's, there's people who shouting on the streets and I... <laughs> I'm kind of scared, so <laughs> I, 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 we better have like code word. If I do this, I get into trouble there during the pod. But uh, no, I, I think I don't know what's going on. But yeah, I think um, they, 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 they lost their minds in, in, at the wand anyway. But uh, uh, yeah, here I'm fine, and uh, glad to glad to be with you. Well, you're fine. I'm fine. Atletico are decidedly not fine, Robbie. Uh, that could be. That might as well be that the traveling Mallorca support celebrating a famous win for their team over Atletico. The first time Mallorca have beaten Atletico away in 15 years, more than 15 years. They did it with a 2-1 comeback in the Spanish capital on Saturday night. Uh, oof. Where, where do we start with this one, Robbie? This is a, a big blow for Atletico, and you can probably kiss La Liga goodbye at this point, can't you? Yeah, I'd say so. I don't think it's it, it's it's mat- like obviously it's not mat- obviously it's not mathematically out of reach. But I think given how they played, unless they completely revamp 
everything about their identity. Um, I, I I don't see this being a very successful year for Atletico. If if it was just maybe one thing they needed to fix, or if there was something they could do in the January transfer market, or if it was maybe just one injury they're waiting for someone to come back, and other than that was fine. I think the problem here is, and the problem we have discussing this is, we can we can pick out oh they're defending at set pieces or oh they're they're um they're the rotations or the substitutions. I think the whole thing doesn't make no, none of this makes sense. <laughs> and and I think that there even the rotations tonight. Obviously, when you're rotating, you're kind of limited. You have to kind of um. You have to kind of uh, give and take a little bit, and there's obviously going to be some changes. But it, it just doesn't make any sense. Um, e- even like bringing Kondogbia in and pushing Koke further forward, and like it just feels like I, I find, I think switching back to a back four because you wanted to, because uh, because Carrasco wasn't there. Um, I don't know. Like, I mean, I just, I just, this team doesn't have an identity at the moment, and I think that's far more worrying than defending at set pieces. Uh, the the inability to, um, uh, their inability to kind of link with the attack, all that. They just don't have an identity, and that's seriously worrying. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Atletico cannot defend well at set pieces, the fact that they have regressed tremendously defensively. The fact that the the substitutions and the starting formations are are odd, and there are decisions made to to change things up at odd times, all of that can be traced back to this team not having a definable, repeatable identity from one game to the next. Uh, Mallorca played earlier this week. They played a cup game earlier this week. Um, Atletico had the week off, so an entire week to uh, following the the win over Cardiff last weekend which we talked about as one of Atletico's better performances this season uh, especially in that second half they had an entire week to further refine and, and ramp things up and um and get set to go on on some kind of run here but instead we were treated to another instance where Atletico could not get going in the first half uh Mateus Cunha making his first start of the season he did get Atletico's goal which we'll talk about but he also missed uh, one really good chance either side of halftime. Uh, Mallorca grew into the game after the first 20 minutes. It went to the half goalless, and Atletico again, Robbie, left themselves, instead of 90 minutes to try to win a game, only 45 minutes to try to win a game. Um, what is behind these slow starts? It, it, I think it can also be traced back to this, the team's confusion and this the questions about their identity, but... This it seems to me to be rather simple. Just start games well, start games with aggression and intensity, rather than wait and try to settle it all when the margins are much thinner. Yeah, but I, I, but I think that speaks to Simeone's unwillingness to take a risk, and I think mm. that, and I think that like it's it's hard to see in the statistics. It's hard to kind of see when you're watching the game, but when you're not when when you when you're not willing to to push it and to force it, uh, you, 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 you it, it's much harder to create chances. Mm. And, and and the problem and the problem is that Atletico are so good right now that a draw against and this look, I, 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 I we've talked with this endlessly, but a draw against Atletico Madrid at home is a good result now. So it's up to Atletico Madrid to do something. 
and, and if not, we're going to get a stalemate. So what happens is, Atletico have, um, have three ways of playing. They play really slow, they play frantically when they're under when they need to get a goal, and 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 we can't we can't confuse frantic here for for fast fluid football. Frantic is right. different. And then the third way is they can play on the counter when they do take the lead, which they can't. And and we saw today that that they did, and they, they couldn't play on the counter. <laughs> but that's up to kind of how how a team defends against them when they do take the lead. But but just. It, when it's nil all, they play either really slow or else frantic. There is no definitive style as to how uh, Atletico are going to systematically put a, a team who's playing in a low block uh, under pressure, which is weird because Simeone is the master of the low block. All he has to do is is reverse engineer the, the, the his tactics and say, when I was... When when Atletico were in were in their prime, when when that version of Atletico, the earlier version of Atletico, was in their prime, and we played a four four two, what are the ways that I, what are the ways that managers hurt us, and then reverse engineer and do that, but it just feels like Simeone doesn't really know how to do that, or because because um, even when they're playing frantically, it's just kind of like it's like send the ball out to the wings and, and cross it in somehow and, and someone will do something instead of like um, instead of like this kind of as I say systematic uh, way of breaking down a team and this is how we're going to hurt you um, and and then um, we saw today like but, but, but this also speaks to just uh, there's a disconnect there with this team and when I say there's a lack of identity it's like everyone's on a different page so, so you had Koke, for example, numerous times tonight with his hands up in the air, like, yeah, like, give it to me, give it yes. to me. Yes, yeah. And I was just, it's just so slow. And it's just, that, that's, that just feels like, to me, like, these players are all on different pages. Like, when you watch, I, I use Barcelona a lot as an example, because Barcelona are kind of like the benchmark for, okay, they're not always amazing at it and they don't always have the players that can do it but they know what they're trying to do at least and and whether or not they execute that and whether or not it works or whether or not they have the players to do it is a different story mm-hmm. at least they know at least they know what they're trying to do and in, in terms of their philosophy atletico right now it, it feels like they, they don't know what they're trying to they, they, they don't know what they're doing uh, and they're all on different pages and and, and then just in terms of like the the defensive uh, frailty from set pieces that's just an un- i think uh, rather than that being like some or oh, some uh, some systematic or tactical issue that's just a weakness a lack of concentration and uncertainty about an uncertainty that's that's um, that's that's a, a characteristic of this team, um, and I think that that we can, and that's why when I said at the start of the podcast we can talk about this and we can go into detail about the set piecing and who should be marking who. No, look, this is just there's there's an uncertainty and 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 a, and a lack of concentration that's that's uh, that's characteristic of this team rather than some kind of a uh, uh, an issue that we can put our finger on and say, oh yeah, he should have marked him there. Yeah. And 
Do you get me? Yeah, there, there, there's not one. There's not just one thing that's wrong with Atletico right now, and it, it's it's all we're trying to trace it all back to this idea that where Atletico used to have a very strong, clear, defined identity. And when, and when we say identity, there, there's a lot that that goes into that. Identity is the way you play, the personnel you use. It goes beyond formation and and whether you foul a lot or whether you how much possession you have it's um it's the the character that goes into it it's um the chemistry between players the 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 moves and the ideas behind executing a certain strategy or or a certain uh tactical game plan atletico don't atletico do have some plan i I can't i don't think simeone comes into these games just you know saying let's let's just vibe our way to victory um I, i think that there is a fundamental disconnect um and it it stems back to the squad not having that that defined character it also goes back to Atleti squad just being tremendously imbalanced we talked about this as a concern before the season started the early games of the season we were kind of thinking okay this these might be some warning signs well the, the warning signs are now just blaring red alarms Robbie uh this this team has more forwards available than center backs Atletico lost another defender today uh, Jose Jimenez might be back for the Porto game Tuesday, but Stefan Savage had to exit the game with a muscle pull inside the first 10 minutes. That's probably going to be a couple weeks for him. So as of now, you're looking at Mario Hermoso being the only available center back for a do-or-die game in the Champions League on Tuesday, and that's just poor team building. And that also contributes to why Atletico just cannot get going. They take one step back and then one you know, one step forward and one and a half or two huge steps back. And it's the imbalanced squad, and Simeone's trying to find solutions, but he can't quite get it right either, and it's it's just a mess. And Mallorca, I think, brilliantly exploited that in the second half today. Uh, how do Atletico fix what is a, a very fundamental imbalance? Because we're looking at the at where they are right now, um, actualmente, where they are, and they're basically out of La Liga, and they could be out of, out of the Champions League on Tuesday. So they will have relatively, other than the domestic cup competitions, little to play for. How do Atletico address, how does Simeone address this imbalance? I, I think that what we are seeing is, and, and, and um, when you say they take one step forward and then two steps back, I think that's being very kind to them. I don't think we've seen them taking a step forward this season. I think that they're standing still. <laughs> yeah. I think that they're complete. I think that they're completely standing still. And, and, and just to get back to the, to the identity of the team, I think what's happening is, is and when you say it's more than just a tactic or it's more than just a, a, a telling people what to do, I think it comes down to uh, the personality of the coach. And I think that uh, like that kind of identity, that character, it's the message. It's the message that the manager um, uh uh, gives to the players every single day of training. It's 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 an authenticity, and this is this is where this is where I feel like Simeone and Atletico are, are falling down. In that, you 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 like like and, and, and I, I find this very interesting the way that the way that managers are. So so for example, like um um we look at say Zidane, and he was seen as a kind of a, a clap your I think they referred to him as a clap your hands manager <laughs> tell the players what to do. And, and and you've got and, and and the reason he was it that way is because he has this charisma about him and he 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 he, he, he had a respect that came with that because he was the very best player in the world at one point in time and he, he's a cool calm customer and he, and, and that's he's that's um 
that's who he is. And, and uh, like Jose Mourinho, his tactics were very cynical because he's a cynical person. He doesn't he he doesn't trust people. He 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 um, he's very contrarian. He's very and, and that was who he was at the time. Louis Van Gaal, for example, very um, regimented and, and, and stuff like that. And and I think that Simeone. The reason why his Cholismo was so successful because that's how he sees football. That's who he is. He's 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 a risk-free um, uh, manager. He was like that as a player, and he he this is the, who he is. So now all of a sudden, and this is getting into the the the, the difficulty of the task that Simeone has on his hands, and what Atletico Madrid are asking him to do. And it goes beyond football. It, it, they're, 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 Atletico Madrid are asking him, when he took over in 2011, Atletico Madrid were a uh, Villarreal, or, uh, or they, were, they, were, they were a nobody on the world stage, on the European stage. Now, he's brought them to the, to, to, into, into the realm. When you're talking about the top, team, top, top teams in the world, you're talking about Man City and Chelsea and... Barcelona, Real Madrid, and Atlético. They are mentioned. Okay, so, so now all of a sudden, there's something else expected of Atlético, and and which 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 alters how teams play against them, which alters uh, the the like like even for example, Mallorca coming to what was the Vicente Calderon ten years ago. It wasn't as big a deal as it is now coming mm-hmm. to the Wanda Metropolitano playing against Atlético Madrid. It's it's a prime time game now. It's kind of like every team, and, and Alex Ferguson used to say this about his Man United side. Every game against Manchester United is a cup final, and that that makes it that much harder to to to, to and that's why they can't um, miss a step. So so back to the identity. Simeone is, is, is now his message. His uh, the characteristic of this team is one of uncertainty. It, 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 it lacks authenticity because Simeone is trying to tell the players to play in a way that is not authentic to himself. He's asking them to go and do something that isn't, he's not convinced. And that, and, and people, players aren't stupid. They can see. I've got a certain personality. If I went out in the morning and started kind of trying to live in a different way, people automatically can see he, 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 that's not he's not being authentic to himself, and people can see that even if they can't exactly put it into words, or even if they can't exactly um, kind of put their finger on what it is, uh, they can see it and they can sense it. And your message doesn't get through the same way as it does when you are being one hundred percent authentic. And I think right now that's exactly what's wrong with Atletico Madrid. Mm. It's, it's it's Simeone is asking the players to do something that he doesn't fully understand, nor does he fully believe in it. And he's a little bit uncomfortable, and I think that that's coming down to through into the team, and that's where what I what I'm saying when I'm talking about the, there's a kind of a, an uncertainty, you know, and a weakness and an inauthenticity to this team that that wasn't there back in the day because Simeone was absolutely one hundred percent convinced, and he in turn convinced the players that this is the way forward for us, and right now the way forward for Atletico is. 
one that Simeone doesn't believe in and one that he's not sure of and I think that we're going to continue to see this Atletico Madrid side playing this way as long as Simeone is trained to do that which which as I said about him trying to do something that is really really hard Alex Ferguson did it Arsene Wenger did it players uh, managers have gone done long reigns at clubs but they did it A without okay Wenger did have a, a, a an identity that was kind of tr- and he was uh, true to that but that also that style lent itself well to expansion uh, and it, it and it and it on it, it's actually the reverse of Simeone when they needed to shut down and stop letting in goals they couldn't and eventually that's what ended up getting Arsene Wenger yeah. Alex Ferguson Alex Ferguson didn't really have like some overarching philosophy of, of the way football should be played he was way more kind of pragmatic um, and it kind of he could kind of do whatever it was that was needed and, and he was a great man manager and all that stuff right so he did that but that was back uh, 10 years ago and, and football now is moving so fast and and um, the, the, the things are kind of changing so quickly that Simeone is being asked to do something that uh, that, that football has moved on and, and he kind of we're, we're kind of underestimating the task that he's being asked to do is, is my point um, and that's a, a very very long winded answer but it's I think it's really complicated and I'm, I'm just trying to kind of get across what I think about this. So uh, I think it's one of the one of the be- I think it's one of the better speeches in Colt Gennaro chat history, Robbie. Oh, put it down. Get, 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 put it on the back. We'll get it put on the back of a T-shirt. Right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. We'll sell it. Make one some of, money one off of, it. One of, one of those really really long T-shirts. But uh, but no, like I, mean, that's, <laughs> I think that that's I think uh, I think it is important to kind of consider. And but but then at the same time, I mean, if if Simeone was a volunteer and you were like, oh my god, what a guy! Like he's just trying his best. No, and this is another problem in that, like simultaneously, he's an, an Atletico Madrid legend. He has brought them to 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 height previously unknown to the club and, and that can be true but also he's also the uh, highest paid manager in the world you have to start asking questions and you have to start um, um, demanding more of this team because even when they won the league last year it wasn't pretty and I'm not saying that pretty football is always successful football but it has to be better than what we're watching right now yeah. and forget about it. even if Atle- even if Atletico won that game tonight I still would have probably come on and begrudgingly said yeah Look, good win, but I'm still not convinced. Yeah, even, even if they win, they they win this game tonight. They threw away that that first half. Uh, the the only goal came from Cunha from a cross that from a Correa cross that was almost cleared and totally screwed up. Cunha scores this by stabbing at it when he's when he's on his his behind. That's the only way the ball goes in, and it's cleared just after it goes over the line. So it wasn't even a a, a pretty. Uh, a pretty period of play. It wasn't just this fluid, flowing build-up play. It was a really scrappy, gutty goal. Atletico then don't touch the ball for the next 10 minutes. Franco Russo heads in the equalizer, and Take Kubo scores the breakaway um, in, at the start of stoppage time to wrap it up. 23 goals conceded in 20 games this season for a team that you could you could look back on years and years and years and say, this is how Simeone's Atletico play. 
they have a low block. They're not going to concede very many shots, let alone goals. They have one of the world's best goalkeepers if things go wrong, if not the world's very best goalkeeper. And it's all really come down like a house of cards in the last six months. Um, and it's you mentioned Ferguson and, and Wenger and very, very tenured, long tenured managers in this game. It, it's you don't see what Simeone has done at all anymore. Simeone is going to celebrate his 10th anniversary in about three weeks um, at this club. And his longevity has has brought in a, a new kind of golden generation for Atletico, nearly a title per season since he returned to the club. Incredible. Um, but he is the highest paid manager in the world, uh, This or one of them, uh, depending on the source. Uh, you have a very expensively assembled top-heavy squad. Um, like, we're not even going to really talk about Joao Felix today because there's not really much to talk about. Again, uh, he's back from injury. He played half an hour, didn't do a whole lot. You need to expect more of guys like him. You need to expect that guys like Rodrigo DePaul and Tomalema are going to stamp their authority in the 11 rather than, you know, they'll start some games, play 65 minutes, and they'll come on and others play 25 minutes. Um, like, what is going on? <laughs> These are players that you yeah. shelled out a whole lot of money for. And there isn't really a sense that they that they are stamped that they've stamped their authority on this team every single game that they go out there and write this is a talisman this is a guy you can turn to this is a guy who will drive the play forward I, I was a, a couple other things I was watching tonight you wrote a column about Mateus Cunha earlier this week uh, if you haven't read it yet make sure you do um, about how Cunha's counter pressing and his ability to press high up the pitch could be Atletico's biggest weapon going forward and we saw that in this game I thought Cunha was arguably Atletico's best player despite the chances he missed before putting one in he comes off immediately after he scores Atletico don't touch the ball the next 10 minutes uh just Simeone doesn't have it's like the players are pushing Simeone to play a certain way that he's not entirely sure about playing and to regain that authority off comes Cunha off comes Correa and Atletico cannot control the ball at all uh, that just emblematic of, of where this team is and where they've been this season. Uh, not enough is they're not giving, the players aren't giving enough and Cholo just seems very uncertain and stubborn about returning to the back four and trying to find defensive solidity that he simply doesn't have the personnel to achieve anymore. So you gotta, you gotta move entirely to a new style. There are no half measures. You can't get caught between two eras because when you do, you get results like this. Your prestige and your reputation both slip and you're left fighting for very little by the time January rolls around. Mm. And, and I think your point there, but like we we, we, we haven't spoken about Yao Felix, and I, but I think that would be to miss the point because I think that focusing on, on certain like individual players and everything, the, the reason they haven't stamped their authority is because they haven't been allowed to stamp their authority. Now, I understand that there are injury concerns in that and that. So, but mm -hmm. I just think that but the, the, the uncertainty that I'm speaking about is uncertainty in that uh, in, in that uh, um, manner as well and that Joe Felix he, he plays now and then he comes off and then they go through they play poorly so he starts and then he doesn't start and then, and then he plays as a second striker but then he plays it on the left and then he's kind of dropped for a game and then and it's just like it's it's um I I I think 
yeah, I think Simeone just doesn't really know what he's what he's trying to achieve here at the moment. And I think that, that the kind of focus on one like like even Cunha today and the reason why I think Cunha I thought he was better in the first half and he and he did try to kind of uh and he did manage to press press the uh, press high and, and he won the ball back a couple of times and he, he started a couple of nice counter attacks and got fouled and stuff like that. But I think the reason for that is because he is not um he has his his enthusiasm hasn't been tainted yet by um by because he hasn't really played and he came on he was like oh, I'm gonna do something here. I think the problem is if he continues to play and we we saw it in 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 the second half where he kind of even he didn't really know where he was kind of meant to be because it, it turned into that frantic uh, style that Atletico right. play where he was just kind of kind of moving around looking for spaces and there was no like it, it just feels like and i'm sure again as you said like the i'm sure there is a plan but it just doesn't seem like it's very clear here at the moment and i think that uh we saw that in the second half with Cunha, like uh, at the start he looked good when it was slow and when everything was um kind of in front of atletico but then as soon as the kind of game started slipping away from them they they had, they had no belief in what they were trying to do and then it just turned into franticness, and I think that, uh, and 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 I think that, uh, yeah, it, it, it it's more of a team wide issue than any particular player. Yeah, is what I mean. Yeah, it, it's not yeah. it's not fair to pin it on any one player, but there are players of whom much is expected, and and who we can expect much and talk about it when when they don't. I mean, um, Koke is another player who I think fits in this. Mold. Uh, Koke is getting closer to the game's record. He's if he stays healthy, he might get there at the end of this season, if not early next season, and uh, like nine or ten months time. Uh, I wrote about this a little bit uh, after the Milan loss, uh, where I, there's some complacency I think that has also slipped in that is now unfortunately part of the team's identity. There are too many players who aren't being properly challenged. Like Koke is badly in need of a rest. Uh, he had a particularly poor game today. One of the one of his worst displays that I can recall. Um, this the the passes weren't they weren't crisp. They weren't getting where they needed to go. Um, even when he was able to push up a bit further in this in the second half, it, it it just it didn't happen for him. He looks physically at a lower level than is required. Uh, guys like Koke and and Hermoso and guys like that who aren't displaying that they're at an elite level at the moment. Who have shown that in the past and, and could, in Koke's case especially, could get there again, but they're not being properly challenged because the squad is imbalanced and and they're, the, the style of play is just, it's not clear what Atletico are trying to do from game to game. It looks like it is and then it's not. Um, the, the point about Cunha and, and the point about Atletico's forwards as well, like in modern football you need players who are versatile. You need forwards who can play all along the all along a front three who can pop up all around the final third. Um, but Simeone's Atletico is not Pep Guardiola's Manchester City. You know, it, it's not Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool. We, we saw that in the Champions League this year. Um, Simeone does not have these kinds of really, he doesn't have a, an extremely deep squad. He doesn't have these kinds of really expensive switchblade playmakers who can also finish chances. Like Simeone just doesn't have that at his, at his disposal. Um, and the players want to play a certain way. And I, I think Simeone, he wants to win games, whatever manner that takes. And Simeone is, at his essence, a pragmatist. Um, but I don't know, man. Just this, the way this game unfolded, it, it felt like 
it felt like it was only going to go one way when Mallorca found the equalizer. And Atletico played frantically. They gave away the ball after Llorente failed to cut out a pass. I can't remember who supplied it for Kubo, but there you go. Uh, yeah, just a really a rough one. And the vibes entering the Porto game on Tuesday, Robbie, they really couldn't be worse. Where Atletico need to win and they need to hope Liverpool do them a favor to progress. Uh, I, I, I can't see Atletico going to Porto and winning looking like this. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, well, the, the only thing is is that, like, we spoke earlier about Atletico being out of the, of the title race. The, the only thing that I would say is maybe maybe uh, it will be a more authentic performance and it will it will be more kind of free-flowing when they don't have anything to play for. And I know that they have a lot to play for on Tuesday, but they... they they have to win, and it's kind of basically just go out and 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 play because we've essentially not, not that they've got nothing to lose, but I think when when like I mean the 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 most impressive victories Atletico have had this season were against Barcelona, and Real Betis, and I think that um, when when teams do play a little bit more against them, I think Atletico. Atletico, and here, here, here's here's kind of what it looks like in some ways. Atletico define themselves, or, or, or they find their identity based on how they oppose, uh, how, how they stand in opposition to their opponents. If you get me, if hmm. Mallorca or or if Mallorca or 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 um, who like. Uh, uh, Espanol or someone like that are just a, uh, and I, I don't mean to be disrespectful to those teams, but if they're just a bland, sitting deep, uh, kind of uh, waiting for Atletico to do something, Atletico don't, don't know how to position themselves. Whereas you get a Barcelona who are going to play a very, very certain style, and Simeone can plan against that and he knows how to, he, he defines himself based on his. On the on the strength of his opponent's uh, identity, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So 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 I think like against the better team. So and and, and when they they um, when they kind of have to go out and play, and, and 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 I think that they can actually and are given a chance to go out and play. I think that they can be better, and they do have the talent. It's just a matter of when they play against like a team like a Mallorca, who aren't going to ask. Who aren't going to ask questions of Atletico? Atletico have to force the issue. I think Atletico find it hard to find themselves in those games, and that's when the doubt creeps in. And I think uh, that obviously that's not the case against the likes of Liverpool, where they got beaten uh, and got heightened. But Liverpool are also world class. So like, right? It's not. It's not like. It's not like oh, Atletico are going to beat the best team, but I do think that they find it easier to find themselves against the better teams who have a really, really strong identity. That's when Atletico, that, that and, and and I think that and think that that's kind of how Simeone sees Atletico Madrid as the underdogs that they have to pit themselves as that, as opposed to knowing how to go out and take a game on the. 
if that makes sense. Which it, it really should be different by this point. Like Atletico are the defending champions. They're not going to be underdogs against very many teams. Like like the the underdog identity yeah. like you can't claim you're the underdog when Simeone is paid as well as he is and when you have players as expensive as as Joao Felix and Tomalema uh in your squad. Like you you can't really reasonably rationally claim that. Uh, I would have thought the opposite would have been true today. And Simeone was speaking yeah. was speaking after the game and said, we let in two goals from two opportunities. That didn't happen in the past, and it's happening now. Uh, which, you know, it, it seems to me that just the, the lack of concentration has hurt Atletico so many times this season, and I, I can't really foresee it changing so quickly in two days to save their Champions League season. I don't know. Uh, I kind of would have thought they would have delivered a really good performance against Mallorca today. They really did only give up two or three premium chances, and two of them went in. Um, on at, at Porto, on the road, the first of four consecutive games away from home, possibly only one available central defender. The the uh, The optimism is waning. Uh, that's how I'll put it. Mm, yeah. And and I think, but but I think on on the point about being the underdog and and kind of oh, that that should have changed by now. This is exactly what I'm what I'm saying in terms of you, you could I could turn around in the morning and be called they the the they the, the I could I could be I don't know who gives who would tell me this I'm trying to think of a scenario they could bestow me upon me. You are now the king of Spain. Your title now is the king of Spain. Okay, that's fine, but it doesn't change anything about how I think. And Simeone, you can you can say he's the highest paid manager, but it doesn't change his fundamental understanding of Atletico. And he says the way he sees this Atletico is physical, counter-attacking, underdog style. And, 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 and that's how he sees the world. That's how he sees Atletico. And, and, and he doesn't understand a world where they're not the underdog. And, 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 and this is where the, the cognitive dissonance is coming in when we watch them because we're looking at going, I don't, this doesn't make sense. And it's what's happening on the field when the players are looking and going, we don't know what to do. And this is the uncertainty. And, and, um, I think that uh, I think that yeah, it should have changed by now. But Atletico now, and I, I know this is sacrilege to say, Atletico Madrid need a manager who sees Atletico as what they are right now, and that is one of the best eight teams in Europe, and and will line them up like that, and who thinks like and who can think like that, and I think that this is why. And I mean, I mean, Simeone. I, I don't know what he, he can do what he wants. I mean, that's not really. Um, I, I don't know what he's got, what he's thinking. But I think that um, I think that uh, that's why Simeone has maybe brought this team, and it's a credit to him, and it's a credit to him that he's 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 brought them to the peak of the mountain. But in order for in order for a manager. In order for Atletico to make it to, on the next leg of the journey up the mountain, they need someone else to carry them. And I think that I think that that and 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 I've been kind of down on on Simeone, even when they won the league, I was a little bit like, yeah, it was good, but they're kind of like it wasn't pretty. Um, and, and I know I'm probably a little bit too much of an idealist. I'd prefer just to play lovely football all the time, which which doesn't get results. But at the same time, I do think Simeone has maybe 
drained every single last drop out of this team and maybe he needs to go away and take a year off and do a Pep Guardiola go to New York talk to Gary Kasparov about chess and <laughs> the way the world works and broaden his mind I don't know but he, he maybe is thinking I need to go and kind of refigure a few things and either he comes back as a different manager or he comes back as Jose Mourinho 2.0 and he just gets further left further and further and further behind and not because he doesn't want to but because he just can't It's, it's a, it goes against who he is um, and yeah I mean that's where we're at at the moment and I don't really know what else to say because it's it's an interesting debate and while we could get bogged down in the kind of details of the tactics and stuff I think the important thing here is where Atletico Madrid are right now as a squad and what their kind of next move is going to be I think it's it's not only wild that we're having this talk you know six months after Atletico won La Liga um, but that it's not totally out of left field or totally crazy to think that maybe that was the last hurrah under Simeone, that um, maybe there is... Now, this this season is long, right? And stranger things have happened, can't happen. Simeone's been here a long time. He's figured out a whole bunch of stuff and getting Atletico to this elite level. But I, I think it is important to to talk about it that no one is infallible here. Not even Simeone, a, a, who is regarded as a god at Atletico. Not even Simeone can be beyond reproach or beyond critiquing or beyond criticism. I think it's really important to to have that because a lot of Atletico's social media is predicated on the idea that, that you can't criticize Simeone, that when anything goes wrong, it's Sorezzo and Hilmarin's fault. It's the it's Andrea Berta's fault. It's the, the Plantia's fault. It's the squad's fault. When, no, Simeone also bears responsibility here. And we'll see how the rest of this season goes. It's not looking great right now when Atletico are, are going to be likely going to be out of their two biggest competitions in a span of four days. And it's not even 2022 yet. The calendar year hasn't even changed yet. Um, I think Simeone absolutely bears responsibility for that. Um, and this, this, this confusion that's permeating through the squad the questions about identity that we've been debating for the last half an hour, that comes back to the coach. Like that Andrea Berta is not on the touchline. You know, Enrique Sorezzo and Miguel Angel Gilmarín are not on the touchline. Cholo is, and Cholo and his technical staff bear responsibility for this and need to find solutions. Um, time has just about run out. The hourglass has just about expired. Uh, and Tuesday at Porto is is a chance, one last chance to rebel. Simeone likes that word. Uh, it's a chance for the squad to rebel in the face of of this mounting pressure and this mounting chaos, and it's a chance to finally, decisively put us put the right foot forward, and that we haven't seen yet this year. I'm dubious it's going to happen Tuesday, but either way, Robbie, um, we will be here to talk about it on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yeah, and we'll see. Uh... We'll see if the record has changed, but I, yeah, I, I, I doubt that it will. Well, we hate to leave you on that note, but I think we're going to. Uh, th- th- this has been Colch Narrow Chat. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. Robbie Dunn, thank you so much for joining me. No problem at all, Jeremy. See you on Tuesday. We will be back. Uh, it's a quick turnaround. We'll be back on Tuesday when Atletico faced Porto, forced, uh, the first of four consecutive games away from home for Cholo's men, and probably going to have a lot more to discuss then. We'll speak with you on Tuesday. Adios.